Hello, it's Robbo here, ready for another Who's Round. Whenever you're listening to us on uh, in the morning, on the way to work, or you know, in the evening, or you know, dropping yourself off to sleep, um, which is probably the more you know the the most logical uh, feeling. We're all there today. Sorry, my my voice sounds ridiculous this week, and I do apologise for that. I've been shouting a lot. I've been up. I've been at football matches and everything else, so I do apologise. My my voice has been affected. Um, I'm not the horse flu. If you had a bit of horse flu, so Cheltenham is obviously coming up in March, um, and that's what I think I've got. I think so. I'm a horse flu man who says, you know, ready for the pod. So here we go. <laughs> Right here, right now, right here, right now, right now, it is the Who's Round podcast. Welcome back to another Who's Round, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what was you laughing at? I've been hit there. What were you talking about that was making you chuckle, young guards? We're just in, in, in the bowler and um, they have a bit of music on. And Coldplay come on and Bad just went, Chris Martin, prick. <laughs> just, he does, he gets, just all, he, gets all, he gets all the women all the time. <laughs> okay. Is that a reason not to like you? You should, you should hate every man. They get more women uh, than you. Well, I do hate every man. <laughs> Apart from the guys around this table, they're no threat. Oh. And those are guys <laughs> around the table. Ah, we've got the guards. Hello. We've got the bestie. Bonjour. And we've got the Baz. Hello. Hello indeed, everyone. Have you had a good week so far? Gone to away, haven't you, Chris? Yeah, not, not, not too bad. I feel, I feel like everyone's in a bit of a mood today. Yeah. There's a mood, there's an air, there's a moody air around the around the round. Massey's been a little bit moody, certainly. Uh, not a little bit, I'm in a fucking foul <laughs> mood. Um, so I say fuming. This has been recorded uh, after the United PSG game, so it's uh, fair well, to let's start there, let's start there. We're calling this on Wednesday. Um, we will touch on a few of the games of the weekend, but obviously halfway through the week now. And Paris Saint-Germain versus Man United was always going to be a spectacle, um, a tough game. Both, for both teams, you had thought there was no Cavani, no uh, Neymar, obviously. But what happened, Bestie? Mm. So first half was pretty honours even. Um, it was quite tight between both teams. It was very, very cagey. Not many chances either side. I think Mbappe had a header, header saved very simply by De Gea. And Rash- had a header? Isn't he an Iranian a player? <laughs> No comment. Used to have a header. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (coughs) And Rashford had a shot that was from miles away, but Buffon saved it. Um, That was really the only real chances in the first half. And then at the end of the first half, both Martial and Lingard got injured in the last sort of couple of minutes before half-time. And that completely changed the outlook on the game. Second half started, we looked slow, flat, because Sanchez and Mata came in. I've said on previous pods, as soon as they come in for for the fast-paced Lingard and Martial, it slows us down, we play a different style of football. I saw that Solskjaer said today that Sanchez really needs to start finding himself. That was his words. Is he just just not in the... Is it the system that's problem, or he's not stepping his game up? No, no, it's it's not the system. It's He's lost a yard of pace, for sure. Uh, He used to run at players, used to commit defenders uh, when he was at Arsenal. And now it looks like every time he's squared up by a defender, he looks like he has to turn back, 
or mm. just cross it in. And his crossing is woeful at the moment as well. Uh, his delivery of the ball is terrible. So losing Lingard and Martial, I think, was a way bigger deal than people seem to realise. Mm. They're very direct. They're very fast-paced on the counter-attack. They're fantastic. And entering Mata, who is literally like watching a fucking P&O ferry move. <laughs> he is so slow. Um, his quality on the ball, amazing in between the lines, but his pace is so bad. And Sanchez obviously lost it. We lost all sorts of pace. PSG saw that, they pounced on that, um, and thought, right a minute, we've got, we're in it, we, we can nick something here. And as it transpired, they got the two away goals, which after full time they did deserve, because second half was a completely different game to first half. However, we were unlucky to lose them to injuries that were both off the ball. It wasn't an in tackle. Um, it's not like PSG hacked them. Um, Jesse's was during a pass, a crossfield pass to Martial, and Martial's was just pulled up as well. So it was just bad luck. Um, well, Kim, Annoyingly, uh, Kimbe scored the first game, didn't he? Uh, from a goal. corner, it was yeah. a volley uh, close. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic way. cross from Di Maria um, uh, between Lindelof and De Gea. They didn't know who was coming for it, but the glad Kimbepe or whatever his name, Kimbempe, shouldn't have even been on the pitch. He was on a yellow, uh, made three very rash challenges after that yellow, so still shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been on the pitch to score it. It's one of those things you know when when you're watching your team and you <laughs> see someone who shouldn't be on the pitch. Diego Costa used to do it should have already been sent then he always gets that goal and you go which never should have happened I knew for a fact this kid was going to affect the game somehow when he wasn't sent and that changed the game he scored and Mbappe's goal brilliant goal seven minutes later absolutely stunning anticipated the cross didn't he he knew the cross was going to come in then he accelerated that pace to make sure he connected and he made Bailey look slow and he isn't Mm. slow and he absolutely it was a fantastic goal that second goal but like I say it all changed from from half time. Every it was a completely different ball game. Um, it is a shame. And classically, now we've got big games coming up. We've got Chelsea on Monday, and we've got Liverpool as our next Premier League game. And we've lost two of arguably our biggest players yeah. pace wise going forward. It's classic fucking Chelsea, isn't it? Who have we got next? Chelsea. So they get the spawn of us losing players. It's fucking classic Rem boys. <laughs> fucking despising. And Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea got absolutely smashed by. Man City, if we can just go back to the to the game on Sunday. You saw this game, I didn't see much of the game, but what I liked most about this game was the fact that Arsenal went above them without actually kicking the ball. <laughs> I thought it was a by alphabet kick, but it was goal scores, you said. Yeah, so um, it was such a weird game because, I mean, Chelsea made a few mistakes, but initially... When the game started, they had more possession. They were like trying to, you know, trying to like force the game, get the, get the first goal, and then City just, just just broke on them and scored. And I think they scored with all of their shots on target in the first half an hour. They were three 0 up for like 20 minutes. Mm. Like Sterling scored. Uh, was this Sterling scored. Aguero scored. Aguero got a hat trick. Yeah. Uh, Aguero's second goal, I think it was, was brilliant. Uh, set up by the left back who uh, I can't remember his name now but he I think he set up a couple uh, and then I mean Ross Bartley made a mistake which led to an Aguero goal like some weird tried to head it back towards the keeper and Aguero anticipated it it was just dropping in the six yard box and he nicked in and slotted it away and it's just, it was just one of those weird ones where you sort of thought well, Chelsea hasn't actually done anything terrible but then they're like three, four, four down. It just, it was, it was so, it was just so bizarre. Chelsea started the game first five minutes really, really well. Um, they had a lot of the ball. They looked fantastic the first five minutes. It wasn't as say against the run of play, but Chelsea actually looked all right. And then City kicked in, and after that, I mean, Chelsea looked fucking woe. They were in tatters at the back. Um, 
uh, like I say, Ross Bar- like Gar says, Ross Bartley made a big, big error uh, for one of the goals. Aguero's, I think it was like you're right, second goal was fantastic. But I remember saying, if you remember rightly, before Aguero scored any goal, I think he missed, or is it after his first, he missed an absolute he, sitter. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, he was at the back post and it came across. And, he and missed, it was one of those, it's so it easy honestly, to just kick it in. Yeah. And he just... Hold it wide. I literally had no idea how he missed. And I said, I said to the missus, we were watching it, she's a Chelsea fan, uh, scum. Anyway. Um, <laughs> His own uh, missus. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I guarantee you, Aguero, regularly when the top, top players miss big chances like that, they go on and end up fucking scoring loads because they get so wound up at themselves, they're like, right, step it up. And it's exactly what happened with Aguero. He ended up scoring that fucking worldie about five minutes later. Got his hat trick. Thanks very much. Good night. 6-0. Cheers for the coming. Um, they were... Um, Chelsea looked... Just looked all over the place. I mean, they really, really did. Morata looked like, what the fuck have I done here coming to this place? Higuain. But, but Higuain, you mean? Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, Higuain. Yeah, although Morata... Um, Scored in the anyway. This, sorry, separate subject. Um, <laughs> going off the tangent. Yeah, no. So, Man City look fantastic. We know what they're all about. There are a class above Chelsea. Man City and Liverpool are a class above everyone at the moment. Um, but Ch- Chelsea, United on Monday, both going in in bad form. Well, mm. uh, well, United aren't in bad form. It was one game. It was against PSG, one of the best teams in the world. So we can't forget that. Um, Just going back to the Chelsea Man, uh, Man City game, one of the best performances I've ever seen of the day was Mike Dean. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, well, his body uh, position for the point at the spot was yeah. a map. Well, to behold, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it was like a dance move. It was that impressive. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, he tried to hide the ball from Aguero up his own back, <laughs> up his shirt. Mm. Just... He's 50 this year, this is last year, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's going to be tired next year. But, um, yeah, it was very Brent-esque, the yeah. way he pointed <laughs> to the spot. It was um, very David Brent. Um, I don't actually like my Dean. I think he's a very overrated ref. And it's all about Mike. It's, he always turns the game into about him. He doesn't mm. let things go. He breaks play up all the time. Very irritating. But... Over the late, over the years, he has been quite good value. <laughs> He's pretty good. He's celebrating Tottenham goals. Entertaining, yeah. Loves a red card, doesn't he? Fucking yeah. Well, yeah, the highest looked, record for like giving out red cards, right? We looked at yeah. Tim yeah. and I looked the other day, and we looked at Mike Dean's sort of stats. And one year he just went fucking off the rails. 60, 60, <laughs> he just lost it. Or and he, yeah, he's just giving reds every game. His yellows were like double <laughs> any <laughs> other season. Like he just fucking lost it. Like, yeah, it must when, be having a divorce or something. <laughs> I think it was around 2007-ish. I can't remember yeah. the exact date, but we. Me and Tim and I looked, and uh, yeah, he literally went off the fucking rails. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> there's also, if you go on the YouTube, there's um, like his funniest moments. Uh, his advantage play is brilliant. He does puts his hand out and just keeps it there for ages and high in the air. Yeah. And there's another one where, have you ever seen the camp referee mm. on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, but he's almost, he almost does the camp referee bit when he points to the spot for the end of the game. So he goes up in the air twice, then down to the spot. Yeah. It is something, it's hilarious. Yeah. I might try and do that this weekend, as <laughs> you know, or have I ever said to you that I'm a ref? So. Yeah, you're a ref. Didn't have this news, it's news for everyone. Um, so, going, we uh, back on Saturday. <laughs> our our uh, bet crashed and burned, didn't it, Baz? Yeah, I tried. On this week. I tried. Jesus Christ, I tried. And Palace, God, they should have bloody won with that. What's his name? McCarthy? McCarthy? Yeah. Bloody, the, the, that miss was a joke. That shouldn't have happened at all. They would have won. But then Watford, Everton, what a game. That was a great game. So Palace, Palace drew to West Ham. Yeah. Zaha uh, getting the equaliser from a noble penalty. Um, and then 
Yeah, miserable return for Everton's current boss going back uh, to Watford. Yeah, he got booed the whole time. You say what a game, but sorry, carry on. Go, go, go. You say what a game, but wasn't it one nil? Yeah, I just think it was like very back. And Ray and uh, Kurt Zuma got sent off in the 95th minute. Yeah, he went. He went. He went back to the ref after the game. Uh, I think the game was just about to finish, like three few finished. seconds. Oh, it was. And he went back and said something. And I didn't know you could still get carded yeah. after a game's done. So you got a second yellow and a red. Stupid. But red boy. Is he on loan or is he sold? <laughs> sold. I think. Yeah. Sold. I think but there's like people in the crowd who are like carrying. Carrying snakes, snakes yeah. and like, you know, waving, waving them at uh, Silver for leaving. And yeah. That oh, same thing was mad, yeah. Because he took with with him as well, yeah. and uh, this woman came dressed as a snake. Did you see that? She came in a snake yeah. outfit. I was like, what a loser. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was quite weird. Yeah, it was quite interesting. You, know, kept, you kept looking for people in the crowd. They like, <laughs> had these big fake like, burrows around their neck. It was, it was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Hatred. So unnecessary. I never seen it. I never knew anything about that. Um, I was trying to look, find a stream on Saturday for Huddersfield um, Arsenal. Couldn't find one at all. So I didn't see the whole game. So I had to wait to the highlights, which does frustrate me. So I can't give you a whole round performance. But by looks of the highlights, we completely struggled against Huddersfield Town. Bottom team, we just a breath of ideas. We did win the game, and you've got to take the wins. Always take the wins. Awobi scored a deflected shot. Awobi's been criticised quite a lot recently for looking like he could be a good player but he just can't seem to give the final pass or just runs into players which is so frustrating you want to say something? well I, I, I think he's you know he's a young player he's a good player he's, got, yeah. he's obviously got talent but he's, he is inconsistent so he needs to be handled properly by the um, by the manager um, but I think he's we've had a few injuries um, and there was like Aubameyang and Urza were, were ill um, so it was possibly it's possibly restricted in the players that that he could pick like Emery, um, but like you said, Huddersfield had loads of chances. Mm. Like so against another team, and considering that again they're the bottom of the league, we yeah, another that would have, that could have been a, a, a draw easily a loss. Yeah. So, but like you say, take take the wins when when they come. Take and, the like, win. Move on. And we'll go back to the Iwobi thing and say that you know he has got talent. Um, Iwobi's got talent. The new ITV <laughs> show hosted by myself and guards. Uh, so look out for that. He does have talent. It, well, you are absolutely right. It could have been a draw easily. Um, so as well on that Arsenal game, we said last week you needed that game. Yeah. You really needed that game. We needed that game and we looked terrible. And that hasn't helped you no. at all. Okay, you've got the three points, but confidence-wise, the players are going, fuck me, we nearly could have lost to Huddersfield yeah. here. We're in fucking trouble. So if anything, it's actually probably had the reverse effect. Okay, you've yeah. had three points. Good reckon, work negatively. I think the best thing is tonight, and not tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday, we've got um, Borisov, is it called? Borisov? Barte, sorry, Borisov. We've done Chelsea over a few years ago. But anyway, yeah. that we need that yeah, at home. Well, it's away the first leg, but... We need that. That's another game we need. And then we've got a massive break because we're out of the FA Cup until the following week or the week after when the Europa League starts again. Um, so, yeah, so that'd be interesting to see what they do. Liverpool, of course, um, continue to charge against Bournemouth. Bournemouth beating Chelsea only just recently. Um, Mane, uh, Wijnaldum and Salah scoring the goals. For Liverpool, keeping up the pressure on Man City. The fight is still on. Man United earlier in the, in the day... I watched this game. Good game, actually. Man United, very business-like. Won it at a stroll, really. Mm. Um, Pogba was outstanding. Martial. Yeah. No, we were really good against Fulham. Um, like we're going to say, it's only Fulham. But like, you have to do... Uh, 
you have to do a job on these sort of low-ranked teams. And um, we did, away from home, because wherever you go in the Premier League away, it's never easy. Um, but we made it look easy. We did the business. Um, we looked strong. And the run keeps going in the Premier League. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, now we've moved up to fourth. Um, so at the start of December, I would not have thought that. Uh, but that win brought us up to fourth. So because uh, Chelsea getting spanked. So. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this, mate, Fulham, uh, we still care about you, mate. Sorry about that. Okay, maybe, maybe you win the uh, champion, championship next week. Oh, Cardiff beating Southampton. <coughs> Excuse me, away. Cardiff continuing a very good run, uh, run of form. Brighton Albion losing to Burnley at home. The other thing to mention is that I don't know whether we mentioned it on the pod last week but um, young uh, bestie was going to do a well you explain it it was like you mates meet in oh, Peterborough station oh, yeah. and I think we might have mentioned it on the pod last uh, week but how did you get on so explain the concept and then tell us about, about the evening sure so um, basically we gathered uh, in the Midlands um, where a lot of us live anyway um, and we gathered at a train station in Peterborough uh, there's a pub next door and we gathered there watched the 3 o'clock kickoffs. we watched United Fulham first but then we watched the 3 o'clock kickoffs, and we all agreed where whoever scored first on the teleprompter at 3 o'clock whoever scored first we would go to that city for the day and the night stay overnight go out there and uh, it was Barnsley so yeah, I was hoping for Wraith Rovers <laughs> yeah. Inverness Port- <laughs> Plymouth and no Barnsley wasn't too bad it was yeah. about two and a half two hours about two hours yeah it's near Sheffield so well we got the train to we, had to, we couldn't go to Barnsley because there was a strike <laughs> on the Great Northern line so we had to go to Sheffield and then get a taxi from there but we made it night was fantastic great Barnsley so it was and amazing you went to drag acts you went to strip joints you went yeah, to all yeah, yeah, we went, yeah we went the whole lot so um, yeah the drag act was fucking hilarious there was three drags I've seen the pictures they, they were very much Barnsley drag acts it wasn't like oh fuck me that kind of looks alright no 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 I'm dressed in a dress deal with it it was um, <laughs> it was fucking brilliant so yeah I'd rate that concept definitely should do it again again we're going to do one more near the end of the season so uh, write in and uh, one lucky listener might be able to attend take, well take, we might do a who's round one take a random yeah we might do a who's round one yeah so we'll record it and then we'll all of us gather in a pub and watch the first goal scored and uh, go to that particular venue and you know when we do it it will go wrong <laughs> There was we can't get a bet right and we, we'll end up in Inverness. We, uh, we spoke about it drunkenly in Barnsley. We said, maybe we should do a Champions League one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's insane. 7.5, gather at the airport. <laughs> yeah, all at Gatwick and whoever scores, yeah. that's where you're off to, boys. <laughs> that's commitment. That is serious commitment. Well, um, the only thing I want to mention is Tottenham and Leicester. Uh, they played on Sunday just before the uh, Chelsea game. On Sunday afternoon, um, the pen was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, go on, talk for that. It was just so uh, the Vardy thing. Oh, so Vardy was on the bench, but he was ready to come on, and Madison got got clipped in the box, went over, pen given. So the referee waves for him to come on. We'll talk like, well, Mad- 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 Madison's taken pens before. What does he do? He's got the ball, but as soon as Vardy comes on, he throws the ball to him, gives him a little pat on the back. Uh, he, you know, it's the first touch. He's shot on goal from the, from the spot. Save. Was that his first touch? His first touch. Really? He literally yeah, ran, ran off from the bench, took the ball, put, put the ball down. Rose had uh, a little Rose was, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rose was in his ear, so uh, he obviously did his job. Um, but then after, so in, I didn't think about it at the time, but 
on match of the day, Shearer was going. I think Madi- I don't think Madison fancied it because he's missed two this year. Uh, so when he saw Vardy was coming on, he was like, "Oh, great! I've got an out here. I'll, <laughs> I'll let Vardy take it." So, um, but then you know they, he did score, he scored quite a tidy goal. Uh, but if he'd have put that away, that would have, they would have easily tied it up. So it's a big miss, big miss for Vardy. Son keeps scoring as well. So Son's gone ninety first minute. Got booked for simulation as well, actually. Mm. In the Good, he's uh, a fucking little diver, as we've seen many times before, and I've said it many times before. Good. Uh, so angry. You did say the, did say the mood was quite down today, didn't you? Son, I've always said Son. He's done it against Arsenal as well to get a penalty, so little bitch. <laughs> Dear me. me. Uh, or anyway, but Tottenham, Tottenham did win. And they've done, they've done really well. I like, give them credit. You know, I did say a few weeks ago, particularly with Kane and, and then Ali dropping out, they were mm. going to drop points, but they scored a few late winners, Son being one of them. Uh, and I think they've rescued like seven points like from their last three games to keep them up in third. And if Kane and Ali do come back, that's gonna that's gonna gonna turn them around. They've had, some, in, but they've had some they've had some very fortunate oh, fixtures yeah, to get that because if they if they had some honking fixtures at that time, I think, like God said, they could have been in trouble. But less that was probably their toughest so far since um, since Kane and Ali have not since been playing. Injuries, yeah. yeah. Um, and they got through that as well so yeah. I completely agree with guards I mean they have been lucky on the fixture draw but I mean you know that's, you don't choose when you get your injuries and they've come out of it strong so and I think they're back in March so they've still got a few more games without them um, but I think Kane started training light training again so he may be back a little bit earlier but um, yeah they've done well they've done well to keep weather the storm as such yeah. who's, that, who's that team Can you showed us with sorry no, no, guys I was saying dodgy fixtures it's like Man City Liverpool Chelsea that'd be, yeah that'd be us <laughs> cheers <laughs> Baz cheers yeah. 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 PSG yeah. And, then, and then you've got PSG um, Chelsea, Chelsea Liverpool yeah. and then the PSG, second and then, yeah. and then when we've got PSG again we've got I think it's PSG um, City and Tottenham or something. Fucking joke, yeah. You know, we're in trouble. I mean, in those fixtures, we need to step <laughs> up. And Jesse and Martial need to fucking shake those injuries off ASAP. Well, that's it for the first half. Um, we're all going away now to just uh, have, some, have a massage and all chill out. <laughs> uh, tonight's fixtures. Let's just go to Barnsley. Yeah. <laughs> right now. First goal scored. Uh, so uh, Tottenham Hotspur play Bruce Dortmund tonight in the Champions League Ajax versus Real Madrid so stay tuned to that and uh, by the time you hear this pod you'll probably know the result but uh, enjoy and we'll see you in the second half goodbye hello and welcome back to uh, part two who's round Uh, Robbo has uh, been engrossed in the cricket well so he's over by the TV um, we we're uh, trying to look at some bets so it's uh, FA Cup this weekend oh, um, FA Cup uh, Friday night QPR Watford uh, Saturday three games Brighton Derby Wimbledon Millwall Newport Man City Gordon Newport uh, and then Sunday, Bristol City v Wolves, Doncaster, Crystal Palace and Swansea, Brentford. Um, so we've been having a little look, even looking at the championships. So, um, Bestie, what are you thinking? Right. <clears throat> I mean, all, all bets are kind of off, really, aren't they? I mean, slash on. <laughs> um, so we haven't got fucking Scooby, but we're going to go with one from the FA Cup. So we're fancy Derby and Frank Lampard to upset Brighton. Um... Also, we've gone for Stoke to beat Ipswich away from home. And also Norwich to beat Bolton away from home. I do fancy Norwich to um, 
to stick a fair few past Bolton, to be honest. So um, that is 13.54 to one. So four pounds on that gets you 58 pounds and 15 pence return. So a nice little slam. There you go. Lovely stuff. Thanks. I almost took the other phone off you. <laughs> I got confused with the double, double, double phone situation there. So um, thanks for that, Bestie. Uh, and as, as always, you know, good luck out there when the fun stops to stop. Um, last thing to maybe mention before we move on, obviously in the world of football, uh, everyone's mourning the loss of uh, the great Gordon Banks, who uh, was announced yesterday he passed away. Uh, he obviously done some amazing things. There's been some amazing features out there. So have a... Have a little look. I mean, we probably can't do it justice, so we'll, we'll just we'll just leave it there. Robert, how's the cricket going? Ooh, the old cricket, boys and girls. Well, uh, we've actually won a game, so it makes a change. Root has uh, stepped up and has... Uh, well, he's actually played all right, but... After how shit we've been just recently, we needed to win this game. Um... He uh, got a ton, which is fantastic for the team. Uh, Mark Wood, in the foot, uh, as a bowler, came out on top, so he he was outstanding. Two two outstanding players with Root and Wood, um, and also there was a little bit of a tate a tate with um, Gabriel, who is the fast bowler for uh, for the West Indies. And what was picked up on the stumps, uh, Mike, was that. Uh, Joe Root said to him, there's, there's nothing wrong with being gay, mate. That's not an insult. And that has now gone... <clears throat> um, Joe Root did make all, <clears throat> nothing of, of it after the game. He was interviewed and he went, what goes on the field is on the field type thing. But he obviously said something, like called him gay. He was nothing wrong with that, mate. And... Um, he, was, uh, he was, like, smashing, smashing over a ton for that, that, that his innings as well, wasn't he? Who, who said who to what? So the fast bowler, sorry. Oh, no, sorry, go on. Let's have the, the, bowl, the bowler. Obviously, I think apparently they were talking quite regularly, the bowler yeah. and our batsman Root. And they, the mic didn't pick up what the bowler said, right. but the, the mic did pick up Root turning around and saying, like Robert just said, that's not an insult. It's not, it's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with being gay. So is Joe Root gay? So, no, no, he's not. He's got a wife and everything else. But he said to him, stop being gay or something like that oh, to him. Right. And he went, well, even nothing wrong with being gay. They are. Yeah, they've literally yeah. come out and gone. What's the investigation? Very short investiga- investigation. You said one thing, you said the other. But they didn't catch what he said on the mic. They only catch Root's response. The, court, the umpires did have a word with the bowler during the game yeah. about, about, about his language. So it's, it just depends. It'll all be done behind closed doors. I doubt. This is an investigation at this point, but it, well, it's, it has been investigated. He said there's nothing to investigate. Joe came over and said, "I'm not going to talk about it. What we're going through, stage field. The, um, the mics picked it up off the stumps, yeah. so they heard what he said in response. The umpires did have a word of him. Don't know what he said, but just said, "Stop. Can we? You stop it now, please?" Or something like that. He said something like, "You fucking queer or you yeah. gay," even yeah. though he's married. Yeah, yeah. he's not gay. Kind of like you actually. When we call you Ben, because you are, but you da- <laughs> you're dating a girl, so it's kind of similar to that. Oh, why, is it ca- why are you putting the mic right in my gob? What do you think of that? Yeah. Investigative journalism. You bender. <laughs> if you're saying there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing there's wrong with that. Absolutely not. Homophobia has no place no, in this world. Of course it doesn't, right. but it doesn't mean we can't call you it. Because you are <laughs> Stop the it, same with Ruth. That means right. happy, so I'm, I'm totally down for England that. did win by 232 <laughs> runs, which is fantastic. So back on the route, as it were, to the ashes in the summertime. Um, boxing. 
Yeah, so um, Javonta Davis had a, uh, a match over the weekend. Match, fucking hell. A fight over the weekend. Not bothered about him. Not a big fan of him. Floyd Mayweather's protege. Um, nothing really much to report there. Let's talk about transfers. Or should I say transfers? I mean gossip. Um, Jerome Miller is due to sign the deal and get the anti-Joshua fight for June 2019 done and dusted. Uh, it's going to be a walkover fight for Joshua to beat the hell out of that yank. Um, it's just to basically Eddie Hearn's t- kind of tactic there is to get Joshua some presence, get him known in the US before a big potential fight with Deontay Wilder. Um, Dillian White is said to be ordered officially by WBC to fight Dominic Brazil. Um, Dillian White and Dominic Brazil both only having one losses in their careers, both to Anthony Joshua. Um, obviously, the winner of that fight will probably have a title shot um, against. Uh, one of the belt holders, which is one of two. Uh, in other news, you've got Sam Eggington fighting Liam Smith. Uh, that should be at light middle, um, super well to level. Uh, Liam Smith, obviously former WBO champ, uh, before he lost his title to Canelo. Um, yeah, it's not not really too much going on. We've got a big, big, big week of boxing next week. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. versus James DeGale. Um, there'll be much more to report next week when that fight comes up. Um, you've got quite a big grudge match going on there. Best British. Go on ITV Boxing on YouTube and find out what it's all about. That's it for the boxing this week. Cheers, Baz, as always. Um, also, in the sporting arena, I had my parents over this weekend on the Sunday, and my dad wanted to watch rugby. He's not really massive into football, so we had the rugby on. And uh, not being, I don't know a lot about rugby, but uh, we smashed the French, didn't we, guards? We did, yes, Robert. So um, it was. Uh, basically embarrassing for France uh, at half time we were 38 up France didn't score anything in the second half finished again 44-8 it was a first half hat trick from May uh, it was an absolutely brilliant performance they played like really quickly absolutely scored the French the French have there's been reports about bust-ups in the training camp afterwards. Uh, this, yes, it's, it's, it's chaos with the French. So um, England actually not massively favoured for this uh, this tournament. Have uh, come out really well. Obviously uh, beating the favourites, the Grand Slam winners last time around, Ireland last weekend, and then so convincing this weekend. Um, they've, they've become the, the, the team to beat. They've picked up a few injuries as well, like Itoje was out. Uh, Vinopoulos is, is, uh, has picked up an injury as well. I think he's been, he's been released. Um, but Jones has just said, well, this gives other people opportunities. So we'll have to see um, what they do. I think it's two weeks before the next next games. But also in this round of games on the Friday, Scotland uh, were beaten at home by Ireland, 22-5. to um, So Ireland obviously turning around after their initial defeat. Um, they were the favourites for the tournament, and then um, <coughs> had, uh, that one? and then Italy also played Wales, uh, 15-26, very close in that game. Uh, I was kind of looking for a bigger win from from the Welsh, so we'll uh, have to see what happened there. But yeah, England with an amazing performance against France. Thank you very much. And the only other thing to say really is there's not much going on in any other sport really of note, but there was a case of horse flu. Let's just call it that. Racing was racing was suspended for six days. It has started started today. <clears throat> um, but if there's any any horse who shows any signs of being a little bit off colour, if you can be as a horse, 
then they'll be uh, they'll be stopping it again. So because you've got Cheltenham coming up very soon, um, <clears throat> which I think you're going to, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears> Twelfth <throat> of March, I think I'm going. Yeah, it's that week though. Yeah. Uh, around the 12th of That's March. That's what they were worried about because they just flew up. Uh, but it's fine, right? Yeah. It's well, fine. It's de- yeah. they've been off for six days. It's their first day. They're introducing it back in today. Any signs are stopping it again. Mm. So, could- but yeah, no, I plan to go um, opening day. But yeah, no, it should be good. Hopefully, it'll be fine. Yeah. Win a lot of money. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> good. This guy's hopes up. I haven't maybe, heard the- Maybe just 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 race without the horses. Just run, run it. Get a jockey, get a jockey. <laughs> full jockey, jockey outfits, yeah. and they have to whip themselves. Well, that's up to them. But, you know, just yeah, just get get, get in there, get on the track, run it. It's fine. Okay. Uh, well, I feel this has been quite a low key uh, pod. Everyone seems to be. I'm looking at Baz. It looks like you. You're right, mate. You don't look. Yeah, no, I just feel a bit under the weather, really. Yeah. Everyone's just, like I said, everyone's a bit... Everyone's just a bit well, everyone knows why I am. You guys have no excuses. You're I know why I am. Dragging us oh, down. Right. It's dragging us down. I feel like... I feel oh, like dragging you down. Feeding, feeding off of your... Uh, <laughs> Negativity. Neg- thank you, Baz. Yeah. Basically, well, I'm made to fake you all upbeat. And if I'm not, then you're, that's pathetic. Poor excuse. I'm going to put you all out of your misery. We'll that's see you next time where we promise it'll be Baz. more upbeat. So it's a goodbye from the guards. Bye. Goodbye from the Baz. Goodbye. Goodbye from the bestie. La, 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 la. And I'll see you all next time. <laughs> Don't forget, there's always sunshine in everyone's hearts. Goodbye. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Bring me laughter all the while. In this world where we live, there should be. sunshine bring me